Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in New Vienna, Iowa, Sunday, October 18th, 2020. That means it's time for another live stream. Hopefully you guys are doing well today. It is a cold but beautiful day here in uh, this part of the state, and happy to see you guys. What's going on, everybody? We've got Bert Lagasse says, uh, hi, all. We've got Martha is here as well. Good to see you guys. Frank Hullier. Says Bert, definitely cowbells. Was that a BQ for you? Let's get that cowbell going. Here we go. Awesome. Um, yeah. He says, uh, I am in pain. Very cool. Very cool. Good job today. Um, yeah. <laughs> he said, driving home from Antwerp was a sufferfest. Lifting the foot to brake was a challenge uh that's that's the thing that i think is amazing about so many people when they run marathons they have to like go home you know uh afterwards it's like how do you how do you you have to do you drive does someone else drive you like that's that's a hard part when me and my running buddy would go to races you know he always drove because he has a car i don't um and so i would always be like you want to hang out a little bit first before we have to get back in a car and actually drive but he was always a champ about it but good work work um yeah, <laughs> Bert says, congrats to Kofuzi for reaching 60,000 subscribers. Thanks so much. Uh, a lot of you guys have already thanked me online. I appreciate it. And I, I don't mean to like not make a big deal of it, but um, this 60K, I don't think I can do a 60K run <laughs> right now. I'd like to do a run to like commemorate some of the bigger milestones. And um, 60 is kind of like a weird number. So... Um, yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to do anything for the 60K. Um, plus my knee, I don't think it would hold up for, for 60K. So that, that'd be something. But we'll wait till another kind of milestone. I'm trying to think, like, what does 50 miles translate to in terms of, like, uh, number of Ks? Because I was thinking, like, that might be a good one. Because then I could just do an ultra marathon that was that distance. Uh, run, like, a 50-mile race. That would be... I think easier to do mentally if I was doing it in a race with people. Um, but then I was like, well, if you're at 50 miles, that's kind of close to a hundred K and I don't have to run like a 50 miler and then a 100 K like within a sh relatively short time period. Not to say that I'm going to get there and it's all going to happen so fast, but you know, trying to be like, uh, not assume that things are going to happen, but also trying to be pragmatic about things for the long term. So I'm not sure that's the ultimate answer. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but there's a couple of differences today. Today we got this thing instead of my Kofuzi logo up here because my like pay, like my free trial of this software that I'm using to do the live stream ended yesterday. And so now I either have to pay $20 a month to do what I've been doing. Um, or I can do this, which I don't think is going to be hugely different, but I don't really like this logo up there. So I got to figure something else out, you know. I don't know, but I do like to be able to put up people's comments, and so we'll see. Um, Steve, Steven Gersdorf said, hello, did I see shoe boxes? Talking about the thumbnail for today. There's no shoes that I'm going to be unboxing. I figured I'd do the mail time with you guys because, um, you know, I think it's kind of, it's fun for me. I know I like opening packages, even though I know, like, what's in, this time I, I mostly know what's in here, but, you know, it's still kind of fun, so I thought we'd kind of do that together. Um, David Cowtry says, well done, Kofuzi on 60K from London. Well, thanks, David. Uh, I appreciate that very much. Um, Bert says 50 miles is 80K. Okay. So then 80. That's why probably you asked before if I was going to do 80K. So then maybe 80. Maybe 80 is where we go. 
I think by then, I mean, my knee felt great the past two days in a row today. Um, so I feel like I'm on the mend and, um, I've definitely feel like, uh, I'm getting much stronger. There's a couple of like, uh, isometric exercises that I've been doing that I can now do with a lot less, um, kind of like discomfort, but I can actually like do them correctly. I think, um, which I wasn't, my leg wasn't strong enough to do before. So I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe the 80 K. Um, Josh Wiggins says, where did you get that jacket from today's video? Jacket. Um, I'll have to go back and look at that. I'm not sure which one that is. What was it? Um, yeah, I have to go look. Sorry. I don't know which one uh, it is that you're talking about. Sorry, Josh. Um, yeah, Steve says, listen to a few podcasts on today's long run. First, a discussion with Brian Cox and the panel of theoretical physicists on does time exist? Then later discussion about meatballs and the smell of pee. <laughs> balance. It's all about balance, right? Um, everything doesn't have to be in the middle. You can have things all over the place, but it's about balance and harmony. So there you go. Um, I wrote in college, I wrote a paper on that time is just a construct and not really a thing. But, uh, you know, we don't have to, I think I've talked to you guys about that. Really, It wasn't a very good paper. It was a terrible paper um, for a um, philosophy class. Probably would have fit better in a theoretical physics class but i don't think that i mean i don't know i talked about it from like a biological construct kind of way too so i don't know anyway that was like more than 20 years ago so yeah oh uh leona wong says about the jacket the jacket is the black one with the slanted half zip ah i mean perfect segue that jacket was from Janji. And that's one of the packages that I have today. So we might as well get to Janji. So it's by Janji. That one with the slanted zip, I think that that's sold out though. I recently looked back in the website to see if they have it. That one's, they don't have any more of those. So I haven't, like I haven't seen it on the website anywhere. So um, you won't be able to find it there. I know that they get stock, Janji sells to REI. So like you might be able to find it at REI too, but I, I'm not sure exactly like which pieces they send over there. So I'm, I'm not positive that you might be able to find it there. But we're talking about the Janji stuff, so let's open that up. Um, they reached out to me a while ago and we're like, we want to send you some new stuff from the collection. So um, I was like, sure. And then that was kind of it. They know like what my size is already. So I don't, I don't, I know it's from Janji because very clearly it's from Janji. But I don't know what's going to be in here, so try not to do it too close to the mic, sorry. So let's see what's in here. There's a bunch of stuff. Whoa, cool. All right, let's go. This is the first thing that came out. It says, I ran to vote. Every voice counts. Don't walk, run to vote this year. Um, yeah, it says, as runners getting out and logging miles on local roads or trails is routine, we want to help ensure you feel the same way about voting this November 3rd. Do you have a plan to vote? Very cool. Very cool. So that's that's nice that they're doing that. Um, ooh, John Bohart says, just got the Janji rain jacket for their new winter line. Awesome. Cool. David probably likes the Janji. It's not, it, it holds up. It really does hold up. I've been, I've been like putting it through the ringer and it uh, still looks great and fits great. Um, <laughs> uh, Steven Gersdorf says John Jin just sounds like a Korean profanity I don't know that many Korean curse words so it could it could sound like it but um, yeah 
Yeah, I don't. Uh, it re- whenever I hear John G. Now though, it reminds me of what's that guy's name? He was he used to be Dirty Frank, and then he turned into like Joji or something like that. He turned into something else. He's fr- he's like on the same label as like Rich Brian. It's a really weird eclectic uh, like label, but um, that's what I think of when I hear John G. Right now, I'm I don't. They probably don't like that connection. I don't know if anyone else gets that connection, but it's me. All right. Um, all right, so the first thing they have in here, which I didn't know that they had, is gloves. Look at these gloves. They're amazing. And um, it feels like there's, it's like a ripstoppy type of material on the outside here. And um, nice, nice. Um, I like it. It's grippy right here. So perfect for if you've got to run with a selfie stick, I think. I'm pretty sure that's how they designed it. <laughs> Probably not, but... Very cool. A thermal running glove made from lightweight stretch fleece and a weather-resistant outer layer. So that's going to mean that would have been really great for this morning. Today it was like wintry mix. I mean, it wasn't like it was snowing or slushy, but like it was below freezing and like it was wet out. So I just waited a long time before I went on my run because I was not dealing with that today. Back fam says Joji. Joji's the thing that he's talking about. And my mom's here, so, you know, if she wants to, she can uh, illuminate us if Janji does sound like any Korean curse words. But uh, she never taught me any. I never heard her say any, at least that I know of. So she probably won't tell you. <laughs> um, all right. Jun Wan says, what's the temp that glove should be worn? I feel like 40s, I need to wear them. I think that's pretty personal. For me, I um, I don't think I have great circulation sometimes. And so my hands get cold really fast. So, like... It, de- it kind of depends. The number depends on, like, the season, too. So, like, 40 degrees in, like, spring, you know, in summer, like, if there is, like, a cold spell and somehow it's, like, dipped down to the 40s, um, I wouldn't. But, like, 40 degrees, like, this time of year in the fall and, like, even in the winter, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely wear them. Um, 50s is kind of borderline. I have a real thin pair that I'll sometimes wear. So but that, that's it. But some people, like don't ever wear winter running gloves and i just don't know how they do that um martha says this janji prints are so beautiful balega and janji are having a uh oh yeah a sock collab i saw that that looked pretty nice that was really cool nay zizor says nay zizor i like that sound of that says hey have you ever tried injinji i haven't tried the injinji i mean people people like the injinji around here um people have talked about it a lot all right, let's get to the next one. We got to get through, not get through, but like there's a, a couple of other things that I want to open today. This next one is in a big giant bag. Oh, and it's in a environmentally degradable plastic. That's cool. I like that. This next one, it looks like a top, a long sleeve, and it's like a... Um, I'm not going to try and tell you what color it is. It's bluish maybe, but it's a long sleeve. It's got thumb holes in it, and uh, it is called the Men's Swift Tech Long Sleeve. Awesome. Very cool. I do, I do need more long sleeves. Even though my wife went back and I was like, hey, bring me back like some of the stuff um, to, uh, to wear for winter running, I just didn't have her bring back enough long sleeves. So this is definitely something I'm going to use a ton. And it just feels fantastic. A little bit stretchy. Feels like a, like a mix between tech material and cotton. So like not like a straight up like 
It's not like this thing, which is like just all tech material. So very soft, very comfortable. A little yellow hook thingy over here. Nice accent. And then John G logo in the back. Try to think if there's any other branding on this. Nope, I think that's it. Very clean. Love it. Excited. Uh, cool, we got two more things in here. <laughs> Danny J says, I only run in gear with at least two J's in the name. <laughs> yeah, Le and Leona Wong says, a nice higher collar too. Yeah, so it does have a little bit of a higher collar. It looks like not like a mock, it's not quite, I don't think it's quite this tall of a collar. But we'll see. I'm going to probably wear it tomorrow for my run uh, and then make a video about all this stuff. And then this, ooh, these are nice. It's the same color, that like bluish color of the material, but it's stretchy pants. So I'm liking that. A little bit of a cuff at the bottom. Uh, so what is this? Zippers. No, not zippers. Just a, a John G logo, water logo down here. We've got zipper pockets on the side. No, no, oh, a little, ooh. Little phone pocket back here or like the back center pocket so these will be nice i like these pants they are called the um medium well they're size medium men's mercury track pant so cool middle mid-weight moisture wicking cold weather running gear i mean that's exactly what i need right now so look at, look at this i don't know if you can see that let me try to focus in on that where is it peached softness that's funny I like that. All right, cool. And then there's the last thing from Janji for today. I love that this plastic is um, environmentally degradable. It's nice. Whoa. Like a collared jacket. Oh. This is nice. What is this called? This is the Storm Runner Fleece. Performance fleece for lightweight warmth and elemental protection. Cool. It has gridded fleece insulation, wind blocking, stretches a little bit. Cool. So, look at that. This one is black color. With the material, it's like a little bit stiff, but um, doesn't feel like fleece at all. But it's supposed to be a fleece. I mean, it kind of feels like fleece on the inside, but I love that cold weather gear that has like this kind of like, I don't know if you could see it, it's like a checkered pattern. That stuff keeps you warm, but also helps the sweat get away from you. So I like it. Um, I don't, I can't say that I run with a run in a jacket that has a collar on it. So I'm not sure that this is necessarily a running jacket. It's got to be though. There's a zipper pocket on the inside. So this seems more like a reg, like, I don't know, a lot of the Janji stuff is meant for like travel. So like you can run in it, you can travel in it, you can lounge around in it. So we'll, we'll have to take, test it out, see how it does. It's got a little Janji logo at the back in the tail. Cool, cool. Yeah, I need more jackets too. I just haven't like, uh, I did, I still, like it, got, it keeps getting colder faster than I think it's gonna be. So I'm always cold. Um, 
Yeah, Frank Lavalier says zipper on the bottom. I don't think of bottoms being track pants unless you can take them off with your shoes on. There were no, there was no zipper on the bottom. It was just a little bit of a cuff, but it's stretchy. I, you probably have to take your shoes off. I'll test that out and see if I could take my shoes off. Um, Steven Gersdorf says a good high quality fleece will last you for years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Martha says they serve themselves well to send you this stuff to open in front of us. We're all ooing and I. Well, I'm good. I'm glad you're not like bored. So that's that's good because I'm having fun with it. So. Uh, I thought you guys would be interested in it too, because I know when I do the videos of it, you know, um, you know it's like getting B-roll of clothes is—I'm still kind of like trying to figure that out. Um, I feel like at this point, I just gotta like get the camera out and like stand in front of it and like do like a little model turn, I guess. But I don't know. But I feel like doing this lets me you know, like you get to see it like the way I look at it. I think. Um, yeah, Danny J says, "Don't think of it like a collar on that jacket, more like a halfway hood." Yeah, you know, I was just watching more Ryan Dozer's videos, uh, like, because he did that Continental Divide ride, and, like, his, uh, one of his riding buddies, the guy that, uh, I don't remember his name, but I know his dog's name, his dog's name is Mira, but, um, he rides in, like, a, like, a button-up shirt, like, a half, a short sleeve, like, a collared shirt, and, like, I was like, well, I mean, on an adventure where you're going to be riding a whole bunch, maybe you end up in a town somewhere, maybe you go to a restaurant for dinner or something, like, that kind of just works, I think. Um, so, like, a versatile piece, you know. Uh, but Ben White asks, uh, do they make a running necktie to go with the collar? That'd be pretty funny. Uh, I did see a video today. I've been watching reels on Instagram, which, like, half the time I'm like, these are so dumb. And the other half of the time I'm like, this is great. Usually when I like it, it's when I – it's all it is. It's footage of someone, like, on a bike filming someone running, and that's it for 30 seconds set to music. Those are like my, I could just watch those, like, oh, like just scroll through them endlessly all day. And one that came up was a, um, a, a clip of a guy running in like a, um, like a, a blue collared shirt, short sleeve with a necktie and khakis. And the caption underneath it was like, this is what professional runners should have to wear when they go to races. And I thought that, that the joke was terrible, but I thought the video was kind of funny. I mean, I've seen, um i mean the record for like a half marathon with wearing like a full suit is pretty fast so it's like way faster than i could ever run so it's not something that i could ever approach but i mean like you know i'm pretty comfortable in a suit so i think i could maybe make a good pass at it maybe if there's a master's category for that kind of race but i don't know Oh, Shannon says, I went to Big River to get some Janji, but they don't care it. Do you have to get it from their website? Shannon, I don't, I don't, sorry about that. Um, I know that they sell to REI. Other than that, I'm not sure who else that they, uh, who else carries uh, Janji stuff. So other than the website, REI is the only one that I know of. I've seen it at, um, no, I want to say, I think REI is the only one that I've seen that has it. Um, Louis Becerra says, is this mail time being boring? Never. This is like Christmas videos, opening gifts. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's, it's fun. I like, I, I still like watching unboxings. And a lot of times I'm like, it's 2020. I can't make an unboxing video. People won't watch that. But I'm like, but I watch unboxing videos. <laughs> um, Backpam says, there's definitely a weird satisfaction of seeing someone run that I can't explain, especially professional athlete just going. Oh, I just think that the cadence and the rhythm is just so like when people can run fast effortlessly, it's it's a thing of beauty. I love it. 
Um, Inna says, it doesn't look like John G distributes in the UK. I would like to try their clothes and path stuff, but postage and import tax would make them very expensive. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. Because the stuff isn't cheap to begin with. Um, both of those brands. But I will let them know that, they, that, they are, that there is demand. Because I can talk to both of them. Let them know. <laughs> Danny J says, I'm extremely bored. That's why I'm on YouTube. Good thing I found this channel. Now I'm bored and entertained at the same time. Quarantine life is complicated. There's a mix of emotions. I was having a, a little bit of a flustered day with not with quarantine because we're not like really quarantined, but um, I normally feel like I can absorb some of the insanity around me or reflect it and just like not let it get to me. But today was a day where I my wife was very gracious and let me rant for a couple minutes. So that was that was nice and very much needed. Hopefully, it's out of my system now. Uh, Steven Garzor said, is there a separate category for tuxedo marathoners? I don't think so. I think it's pursuit, and there's rules. Um, or at least, I don't know what the rules are, but like, what happens if you break the rules doesn't count as breaking the record, quote-unquote. But, um, you know, you have to, like, you can't, like, um, unbutton the shirt so much, and you can't, like, roll up the sleeves or something. I don't know. There's, like, weird rules about it. So, like, there are criteria but I don't know if tuxedos are a separate thing. If you do a tuxedo, is there like would you have to do cummerbund, or can it be a necktie in a tuxedo? I mean, a tuxedo kind of. I mean, I don't know. I have a tuxedo, but um, I'm trying to think. Do I have a cummerbund, or do I just wear a black tie with it? I think I just wear a black tie with mine. So, um, yeah. So like I, I don't know, but like I feel like you know if you're if you're going like tux tux, like I wear that tuxedo if it's like a formal event. But like, um, when I think tuxedo, I kind of think cummerbund and bow tie. So I guess that that would be a requirement too. Trevor Cross says, "What's up, Kofuzi? What's going on, Trevor? Welcome. Glad to see you here." Uh, Doku Tagarin says, "Who doesn't watch unboxing videos?" I, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like. It became it was such an intense thing for a short for a while. Anything that's a, that intensely popular, I think, goes away quickly. So yeah. Oh, um, Jennifer, Jennifer Apple says Decathlon carries John G in Canada. Oh, okay, cool. That's good to know. I didn't know that. Mm. Oh, Danny J says at least unboxing videos aren't as bad as re reacting to videos. Those are the worst waste of internet time. Um. I will tend to agree. I'm not a huge fan of like so, so and so. I mean, I guess I probably have watched some. I'm intrigued by, but I don't, actually don't think I watched like, you know, lawyer watches like an episode of Law and Order, or like uh, Doctor uh, reacts to an episode of House. Like those are interesting things. But I come to think of it, I actually don't. I don't watch them. Um. Yeah. Remy says, Co, the modern AK stylish tux does not go with a cummerbund. Hmm. All right. So I think that works for me because I just you don't normally just do my black tie when I have to wear that thing. Although I can't think of when I would need to do it next. And um, who was it? Someone on Instagram, I, I want to say it was Ben Johnson, was telling me that I need to do a um, necktie burning ceremony like Ned Flanders now that I don't have like a jab anymore. So maybe, maybe, maybe that'll come. I have to... I don't have any of my ties with me. So one of the things I didn't have my wife bring was ties. So I guess I'll have her bring, I guess I'll have her bring my black tie. I might need that. 
I'll bring another one of my ties that I really like. Uh, Martha says, I remember what my dad, a judge, used to say about Perry Mason. And later on, Judge Judy, who thought he was pretty good. Hmm. Shannon says, I missed the stream so much lately because of moving and boxing things up. Watching you unbox these running goodies is such an indulgence. Well, it's good to have you here. I saw on your stream today that you got all that stuff going on. And hopefully that all gets sorted soon. Soon. All right, let's get to the next um, box. So this is stuff that um, I bought myself. And um, this is all stuff that you'll get to see kind of soon because it's stuff that I bought for Monday Mukbang. And I hope I'm not ruining the surprise by opening it, but I thought we could kind of go over it all together so you can see what all is in here. So the first thing that I got was, oh, these no nuts so these are four different bars um so it's uh nut free protein energy bars so one of the things that i do periodically look for are like um like nutrition or on the go kind of snacks that are peanut safe uh to have around my daughter um because you know uh i can eat peanuts i'm fine i'm not allergic to anything but there might be other runners out there and then you know my one day my daughter might be a runner so um, hoping to um, make sure that people are aware that these kind of products have a there's a demand for them. So those will those will be one that we'll do on a mukbang one day. And then another one I got is a variety pack from 88 Acres. Um, so I'll try a bunch of those. I've had a couple of flavors of these. They're pretty good. They're pretty good, but um, I haven't tried all these other flavors, or have I? No, there's a couple that I haven't. So we'll try these on a different mukbang as well. Um, Danny J says, no nuts. Then what is it? Seeds and beans? <laughs> I don't think there's beans in it. So um, what are the ingredients? It doesn't say. I mean, I'd have to open this box up to get to it. I'm going to leave the box kind of like um, as they are. But um, one is a lemon cream flavor. The other is caramel mocha, chocolate chip, and blueberry. And usually it's like seeds are a big component of it. Um, there's usually like puffed rice. There might be, may or may not be puffed rice in it, depending on like the style of bar that they're going for. This one looks like it's mostly, it could be a lot of seeds. So I'll have to stick around, Danny, <laughs> for the mukbang to see exactly what's in it. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't mean to be a jerk about it, but yeah. Um, yeah, let's see. What else we got? We got a couple of things here. This next one honey stinger there's two bags of honey stinger stuff in here and it's sold as a set i think i bought two different types of things the first one is a mixed bag of i didn't know honey stinger made chews or gummies so there's a whole bunch of different flavors and i'm gonna try them and then, so that'll be like one Monday mukbang. I told you I bought a whole bunch of stuff for Monday mukbangs. Rainer says, I heard the honey stinger gels are good. Can even vouch? I don't know. I've had some honey, um, I've had some honey stinger gels that were absolutely terrible. So I'm like, I don't know. When I bought these, I'm like, this could be good. This could be bad. I'm not sure. I've never had any of their gels before. Like I said, I didn't even know until recently that they made chews. 
And then, of course, since it's Honey Stinger, I bought a, a, a variety pack of uh, the waffles. So we'll do another one. I'll do a mukbang of a bunch of different kinds of uh, those. And then on the topic of chews, um, blocks, cliff blocks. Now, I used to train with these all the time for my first marathon back in 2010. That's the only thing that I would get. I would get, um, there was a red one that's like fruit punch flavored, and then there was a blue one, which I don't know what, whatever blue flavor is in the sports drink kind of world. Um, and uh, those were the only two things that I ever had, and I would love them because they're like they come in a sleeve of six. And I would eat one, and I'd eat it real slow, and then I'd eat the next one in the, in the sleeve. So I wouldn't like eat them all quickly. So it would just like be a way of like stretching it out and just killing time because I felt like long runs were really long and boring. So, but I haven't had them in a while. So I thought, you know what? And I haven't had most of those flavors. But if I'm gonna try the honey stinger chews, I gotta have another day with the um, the cliff blocks. B Rutland likes the honey stinger chews though. He got to try some from a Strava challenge. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. And Rainwinner says the waffles from Honey Stinger are so good. You know, I've, I, I'm trying to think if I've ever bought them. I think the only time I've ever gotten them were like a swag at like a race expo. So we'll have to see. Hmm. Yeah, Danny J says I always want to eat the Honey Stinger waffle thing. Then I remember there's honey in it. And Rainwinner says you can't as a vegan. Yeah, that's tough. Mm yeah danny j says where'd it go um it jumped as soon as i was about to click it mm, it's further down yeah in terms of blue chews it's just blue that's a favorite blue like grape drink anyone who grew up poor knows about grape drink yeah for sure for sure i don't know it's blue flavor that's yeah um Shannon says, I love the Honey Stinger waffles too, but I like them too much. I want to get several in advance of a long run. I usually eat them before the run even gets here. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like, um, you know, like, I, I, they're a convenient, like, snack food, right? But, like, you don't bring those with you. you don't bring, no one brings these with them on a run. They get all, like, crumpled up and stuff, right? So that's like, you eat them like you would eat, like, a, a power bar or, like, one of these, like, you know right that's that's how people eat it isn't it hmm. Hmm. neat penguin says uh and you guys are talking about food again sweet yeah of, co of course i mean that's just what's in the box not my fault that's what came oh and here's the last thing that's in this box um i bought oh these are from goo and i didn't knew, know that goo made them but i was like well since we're talking about stinger waffles and of course i don't know i didn't bring a knife i'm the worst unboxer on the internet and I can't get it open but let's see what can I use to kind of try and get this thing open I'm trying to think here because there's a bunch of tape on it okay but did you know I didn't know this goo makes these uh, stroop waffles too so yeah so I'm gonna try these on a different mukbang so like we'll have like a, a range of experiences so that's what's gonna be coming up in the next the Janji stuff, I'll probably run in tomorrow and then make a video about those real quick. Um, so that you'll see in a couple of days. But this stuff, it'll be in the Monday mukbangs. We'll do like one, um, you know, one a week and get through them. Not get through them, but like 
go through them and experience them so that way you guys can get the experience and you can trade your notes as well um danny j says for the stroop waffles that's the treat you leave in your car as a reward for a hard effort that's that's see that's what i would think because like i i totally can understand that too because whenever i run if i go somewhere to run around here and my mother-in-law has made cookies i usually bring five cookies with me i uh eat two on the way to wherever i'm driving to run and then i save three for afterwards like that's always the plan i usually end up eating at least three of the cookies <laughs> and i have whatever's left afterwards so yeah so i so yeah i like that idea of having them afterwards like after you after you run i'm not sure what makes them like a runner's uh treat but you know it doesn't have to be runner specific. I mean, it doesn't have to be like running specially formulated. If it's good to eat, if it's delicious after a run, that works for me. Uh, Fibonacci says, oh, look at that. And there's a little like Fibonacci over is that Is that Fibonacci over here? Like the sequence guy? Um, he says, the honey stinger gel tastes less sweet than most other gels. I've had two kinds. I can't remember what the first one was and it, was, it tasted normal. And then the other one was like a berry ginger one, and it just tasted like straight up medicine. I uh, I didn't I didn't like it at all. So like I think I bought two of them, and I could only get through one. Like the every day, other day, I was like I looked at it and I was like I'm not gonna I can't eat this. And then what I started doing was I would bring it along anytime I knew I was gonna run with other people in case anyone needed a gel and be like Hey, anyone need gels? Anyone need gels? And I would try to give it away, but then every time someone like I would, I wouldn't, I would like spread them out like a deck of cards. I mean, here's like three or four gels. Pick one if you want one. And no one would ever pick the the like the raspberry ginger. I don't know, people knew. And then one time someone tried to pick it, and I was like, no, you don't don't take that one. I don't think that one's. I've had it before. It's not that good. <laughs> so I I don't know. Hopefully these I'm 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 sure that these other honey stingers will be just so. And if they're a little bit less sweet, I think I, I'm okay with that as long as the sugar content's there. But I don't know what the sugar content is. We'll take a look when we when we dive into those. All right. Uh, B. Rutland says, my kiddo likes honey stinger waffles for his baseball games. Sometimes we have a few games and he doesn't want a full meal and yet the honey, full meal yet and the honey stingers are a great snack. That works. That that that, that sounds good. But here's the thing though. Um, I feel like the honey stingers need to come in a bigger like there needs to be more per packet. I just feel like it's a it's a it's like an appetizer of a snack. When every time I eat one, I'm like, there needs to be more of these in there. Martha says we well, should say like a machete that's bigger than Seth's unboxing knife. Yeah, I, here here's the thing. He I, every time I watch him with that, he's always like, don't worry, it's just a big knife, and I and I don't keep it sharp because that way it stays safe. I think everybody does. Does everybody know? A dull knife is dangerous. A sharp knife is not dangerous. So, like, um, yeah. So every time he says it, I'm like, no, 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 but Seth, you got to sharpen that knife because you're going to hurt yourself. Um, yeah, I have a pocket knife back in Chicago somewhere that I used to use. But um, at this point, I'm going to go, like, the anti-YouTuber route and just not have an unboxing knife because everyone has, like, an unboxing knife, and it's it's kind of funny, but not not, not really my thing. Um, yeah. Brendan Fitness and Money says, people just send you stuff and it's not laced with anthrax or boogers. Um, well, people, Johnji sent me the Johnji stuff that's over here. I don't know, where is it? It's on the floor over there. That other stuff, um, I bought. 
so I just went on Amazon and looked up like running foods, uh, and whenever you can, I can find like a variety pack, I feel like that's a good thing to do for like a Monday mukbang, and then I'll just eat a bunch of sugar at all at one time, but it gives me like a nice way to sample it. So like that stuff is stuff that I bought. Um, so no one sent that stuff to me. I don't think anyone sent me food before. Yeah. And um, I don't have like a P.O. box or anything. So like usually people have to email me. So like I say no to a lot of people about stuff. Um, and then, you know, if I'm okay with it, then they can, then I'll give them address. But I don't know. I think maybe, you know, now that I'm like a real YouTuber, quote unquote, maybe I need to have like a P.O. box and stuff. Just seems like a lot of extra work. And I don't want to go to the post office. So I don't know. Mm. Yeah, Martha says, Mike, just don't get a hacksaw and start cutting up shoes. That makes me cringe, especially when they're new, very usable, and worst of all, expensive shoes. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand that. Um, I, I also understand, like, the desire to cut them. I've cut a pair of shoes, but it was when they were, like, at 300 miles. So I've done that before. I've done it before, and I understand, like, I want, because I want to know what's inside them as well. But I'm guessing with Seth, with the shoe that, he, well, he's done it with his next percents as well. But I know when he did it with the the tempo next, it's I think it's because he didn't really like the shoe and he was just like, what the heck is going on in here? So I think he wanted to figure that out. Um, and I think he recognizes too that like when you cut open a shoe for whatever reason, that gets a lot of clicks on the internet. So um, T. Davis says, it should be two waffles in the Honey Stinger pack. But they make me thirsty, so I would need more water for after the run. Hmm. I'll have to see if they make me thirsty. I'll have to keep an eye on, eye on that. Um. Let's see. Um. Yeah. Danny J says, we could start a whole new trend of who opens boxes with a bigger knife? That's not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah, that's not a knife. I see you've played Knifey Spoonie before. <laughs> is that what you guys are talking about Simpsons reference yeah uh, funny um, Fibonacci says about the um, honey stinger ones I remember the classics were less sweet but maybe I mistake them for ones from Aerobee you know I've never had Aerobee before interesting mm. um, but yeah I mean I, I, I'll i tell you though I haven't had a honey stinger gel for probably at least like a year and a half maybe two years so it's been a while so yeah Yeah, I mean, I, you know what? You guys, well, I guess we are talking about boogers. I talked about boogers too. But uh, I was saying, we, we, I didn't I didn't bring it up though this time. Someone else brought it up. That's okay. Steven Gersdorf says, what do you do with boogers while running? I do a lot of the, um, you know, you just plug up one nostril and blow. I did that today. Um, what's uh, something that is a, a weird quirk of my running is that, you know, I run with a camera. So when I do it, I make sure to do it like this. So that way I'll block the nostril here and then I keep my hand up here so that way when I blow, you know, it doesn't accidentally blow boogers and snot on the camera lens because that probably just wouldn't, you could probably try and wipe it off, but I imagine it would smear the lens. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so that's what I do. And then sometimes uh, boogers is the word of the day. We'll make it the word of the day for tomorrow for sure. Um and so then these days, though, what's nice is, you know, I got running gloves. So, like, if there's anything that's caught, 
I'll just wipe it and then like kind of wipe them on my leg a little bit. Um, I always feel like uh, whenever I watch races, you know, you see the the runners doing that a lot, like blowing the snot rockets and stuff. And uh, you know, I, there's got to be an I bet you there's an, an etiquette to that when it comes to like uh, elite level racing. That's a little bit different because like if I were to do that in a race, like in a road race, I'd probably like move over to the side of the road so I wouldn't get anyone, and then of course raise my camera hand up and then blow. But like you know, if you're an elite. You're not going to do that. You still got to do that. Uh, so I don't know. I, you know, I think that the the cameras try not to show that on TV, but you know, you catch it every once in a while. But I'm, um, you know, is there like a heads up that you give to people? I don't know. I want. Well, I'll I'll have to ask that to Seth if he has like another like AMA session. Like, what do elites do when they need to blow their nose in the middle of a race? <laughs> uh, yeah. Brendan Fitness and Money says, I wipe them on a rock. Trails make booger disposal easier. Yeah, I just I just rub them on my pants, I think. Oh, GJ says a sleeve swipe always. That could work. Just like a like like this. Uh, I'm not sure. Martha does a sleeve wipe as well. Hmm. Daniel M says the iconic post Olympic 10K when Mo Farah rolled around on the ground next to Galen Ruff spit. I I don't I'm not aware of that. I'll have to check that out. Um, interesting, very cool. Um, all right. <laughs> Martha says my knife is bigger than your knife. My carbon plate is bigger, more rigid than yours. Good blog topics for a let's run. Uh, I th I think let's run is a very funny thing. It's a very strange thing that exists in the running world. And uh, Rainrunner says, uh, I feel like I constantly have a runny nose when running. I, I know what you mean. I have that a lot. I feel like a lot of, whenever I uh, run with the camera and talk to the camera while I'm running, when I go back and listen to it, um, like as I'm editing it, I'm just like, I'm just sniffling this entire time. But I don't remember like sniffling or feeling like my nose is running. Um, but it just happens. I just think that it's like when you're running, you know, your blood vessels are opening up. That means your sinuses are opening up and it just lets things out. I think that's what it is. And then I feel like the opposite thing happens when it's cold. I feel like when it's cold, everything constricts. And when things constrict, I think it just like mucus oozes out. It's kind of gross, but I guess we're talking about runny noses. So it's going to be gross. <laughs> yeah. um, Sherry Carmack says, Kamak, sorry. Sherry says, honey waffles are great tasting and some come in gluten-free, which is nice. They thought of that. That is really cool. I like that. I think that um, that could be like a, like a could potentially be a way that a lot of these brands that have specialized in the running community can like expand their product lines is to, you know, I know like creating like nut-free production facilities or nut-free lines is a little bit more expensive to maintain and do. I, I get that. I think it's. I think there's going to be a lot of demand for that in the next ten years, maybe next five years, um, and then. Uh, but stuff like gluten free, I do think that there's demand for that now already. So I think that's cool that companies do that. All right, I think we're going to leave it there for today, guys. Um, thanks everybody for joining in on uh, an unboxing in 2020 and uh, tolerating the booger talk. That was a lot of fun. Uh, hope you guys had a good time too. Tomorrow morning's video is going to be about 
this. It's gonna. I've been running in KT tape for the past couple of days um, since I did like the knee brace video. I then ordered the KT tape. I told you guys about that. Uh, so that's what tomorrow's video is going to be about. And then we'll do another live stream. And we're going to eat. Oh, what do you, wait, wait, before we go. What do you guys want to see in the mukbang tomorrow? So what we saw. Should we do the um, the honey stinger? Or should we do the goo brand? Waffles? I feel like, every, would everyone want waffles? Let me, let me know in the comments uh, or in the chat or in the comments afterwards. Uh, and whatever you guys pick, I'll, I'll go through there. And then uh, we'll pick what to eat for tomorrow's Monday mukbang. Because, yeah, tomorrow's Monday. So uh, <laughs> JC says, let's eat, eat the KT tape. <laughs> yeah, all right. We'll see. We'll see. Awesome. Um, be safe out there on your runs, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys in the next one.